Hey guys. So I've been thinking uh, as per usual <laughs> about enlightenment. Mm? Um, so that's what I want to talk about today. Enlightenment. It's a, it's a funny thing, right? If you truly think about it and, and by think about it, I mean, understand from the heart what it is to be. Okay. Because once, once you think you are something, right? Like once you say, I'm enlightened, <laughs> then you, you cap your potential for it. You self-limit what is supposed to be limitless. So don't get so caught up in the labeling of what is and just be. And that, my friend, goes for all things in life, by the way. So, the enlightenment process, okay? And I used to think like this too. I did. But the enlightenment process, to those outside of it looking in, it seems like it's a piece and all around ever loving happiness, right? That somehow the person you're viewing figured out how to do while the rest of humanity just fucking sits and suffers, right? It seems, um, I don't know, fucking light, <laughs> airy, blissful. But in truth, it's the exact opposite. Because getting yourself to the space of all that bliss, well, it's fucking heavy. It's heavy as anything in your life will ever be. And it's because it's a process that begins to completely break down the world as you have always been taught by other humans to see it, to feel it, and to live in it. And it's a fucking hard process. And it's ever-growing, too, because you have to continue to teach yourself and listen to the source energy and your guides and you know everything around you and enlightenment much like life is full of those ups and downs right but it all occurs more on the energetic level and that's why to an outside viewer it appears to resemble a light, happy, peaceful persona all the time. And the growing, too, is again why you don't want to label yourself as something. You want to be in a constant state of being, 
constant state of being in the present, right? So as you begin your own process of ascension and enlightenment, you see that it's not so much about the mood of lightness or of happiness as it is that your previous version of what reality is is literally breaking out of its shell like busting the concept of the notions placed on you all that heaviness and if you will continue on your true path the letting go of it all well that's where the latent part of enlightenment comes in it's it's an alleviation of that burden of what life was told to you it had to be and realizing that life is actually what you create it to be see um i always picture it in tarot as the ten of wands is this guy and he's carrying a bunch of uh, wands or sticks in his hand he's got so many he's holding so many of them that you can't even see right and that's the burden of life before you start your ascension process before you start to awaken to what we truly are and um I told you i'm visual i, I always picture things <laughs> it helps me connect the dots um but yeah so that, that that it's it's what you create life is what you create um the vibration that you admit is what you attract back to you right and because we all have source energy within us our soul eh, is part of god or source or the universe or whatever you believe in and therefore his creation power lies within us each of us we just have to relearn the process of working with our source or god to create the realities that we want for ourselves that's that's what's so hard for humankind to grasp because there is literally no other word for it besides magic <laughs> well maybe faith faith as well i would say but definitely fucking magic um for instance uh your higher self right your soul your source connection whatever you like to say it is always pushing you toward the things that bring you joy mm -hmm. the soul wants us to really bathe in all the things that fill us with joy that's why we get that giddy feeling in the middle of our bodies right our guts <laughs> or our soul pockets <clears throat> patent pending <laughs> when we are truly joyful right it's like it's like our soul high-fiving us from the inside so now imagine right you're vibing high all full of joy and and soul and all that good shit and you're around a group of co-workers or friends right or whatever family whatever 
and they're all complaining about something. How, how do you keep your vibe high when clearly the outer vibes are so low? Hmm? You have to remember the in affects the out. The out does not affect the in. So the best action in this hypothetical situation is to simply remove yourself from that energy. And I'll tell you why. So many think that because you're on the path to ascending, you know, and we are all one, we are all connected. The whole point is unconditional love, right? All that stuff that I talk about all the time, that you should be a good person and offer them advice or soothe them with their problem, right? But that's backwards because the energy that they're in is a push against feeling. It's a low vibrational place to sit and it will lower your own energy. You can't join in the pushing force of negative things. Remember, um, remember my podcast about misery loves company. The thing with negative, it's a magnet for the positive because it doesn't have any of its own light. See, so it craves ours, and it easily sucks us in because we want so badly to help those in it. And I'm guilty myself. And I've paid the energetic price many times for it. And when those negative vibes come around, we have to learn to still love, but move on from them. Move on from them. It's on the other soul to pull their human mind out of it. Us sitting around and dwelling in it with them even to try to sway them to the light, so to speak, is folding into the law of attraction. And basically, we're not helping the other person, but we're really hurting ourselves. We're giving in to the low vibes, the attention that that, that it wants, right? And in turn, they will keep circling back to us, see? So, as a high-vibing person, right, suddenly you'll begin to have lots of low-vibe situations arising all around you. And you'll try to help them and give them the attention and more will come and the cycle will repeat until you learn that it's truly not your battle. It's not your journey. So, so often we we try to quote unquote fix what we see as wrong, but it's usually not our place to get involved in doing so. I, I always send goodwill and leave it to them to navigate. When they raise the vibe, I'm still here, right? But I cannot be brought back down to low vibing energy for such silly things as gossip or drama. (laughs) Those are human mind traps, really. 
And as an awakening soul myself, I no longer have a need for the pettiness of that. Because I know that the mind is capable of far greater things once we set aside the egos. And gossiping and drama and shit like that, that's all ego. So I move on to things that bring me peace and match my vibration. Now, the cool thing is this also works in the opposite way. So, say you're walking along again, and there's a group of friends laughing and enjoying themselves and finding joy. 100%, you should join in with them. You should join in. After all, your soul is doing that for you all the time, right? Literally. Literally, guys, your higher self is always trying to steer you to your highest vibes all the time. You just, you got to learn to listen to it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's a natural place for a high vibrational being to gravitate towards happy, fun convos and adventures with others. These situations also work with the law of attraction and you'll start seeing more and more of these joyful situations coming to you. See? It's all the cycle you place yourself into. And once you start to master this concept, the game changes big time. Big time. All right, for instance, recently, um, I had a lot of family at my place. And a little backstory, okay? Again, this is my own learning journey. So I just started reconnecting with my family because of my shadows from my childhood that I had to work through. And there's episodes around all this, so I'm not going to go into detail here. But because of that, I hadn't really been in contact with most of my family. And so there's things that happened throughout the years that I really wasn't involved in, you know, and, and didn't know of or whatever. And there was a situation that they had during that time with another family member who was going to be around. And while we were all just waiting to go to the next place where we got to meet up, where this other family was going to be, the gossiping started, you know? Um, like, well, he better not be this way or say anything like this or, you know, that kind of thing. And... It's something we all have done from time to time. Usually, because we dwell on something that happened in the past, and we start projecting it on any and all events in the future that involve that specific person, right? So many of us can relate to that. It's pretty common human emotion. And for the record, I share these as examples that I am a human, just like you. And I think we should all learn from each other. I never mention these things as a judgment on anyone or anything. I don't. I just, I find it easier to talk in relatable scenarios as opposed to big quotes and shit. That's just how I roll. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we all understand that now. <laughs> Anyway, um, 
yeah, so I listened to it for a little bit and I finally just said, hey guys, like we're all adults and hopefully given the situation, we were uh, gathered unfortunately due to a death in our family. Um, but I said, you know, maybe we can all just let each other be and not be affected by others' thoughts or actions. You know, it's okay to walk away. If that person chooses to be that way, just let them. And, you know, the situation was dropped. And guess what? <laughs> when we got to the place where the other person was, it was not at all what they had anticipated. It was calm and everything. And they were even able to hold conversations with one another without any animosity. I even saw hugs at the end of the night, you guys. Hmm? See, truth is, we always control our own vibes. And when we start going into situations with preconceptions of how it will go, we essentially set that tone in motion. Always assume the best for all involved and watch what starts unfolding. The law of assumption is as real as the law of attraction. The law of assumption states that what you assume to be true will be. Um, Neville Goddard said, an assumption, though false, will harden itself into fact. So bad thoughts and talks bring that around. See? But luckily, it works with positive as well. That's why it's so important to assume the best and highest good is always working out for you even if you can't see it right away. Hmm? Now I'll give you another personal example. My kids. Now let's face it, they are mine, okay? <laughs> and if you know me person personally, well, you already know. <laughs> but in case you're new here and haven't noticed, I'm quick with a comeback and a little sarcastic. It's just part of who I am and how I can relate to so many by just being myself. And I'm grateful for that. But well, Listen, these little apples definitely fell from this tray, okay? <laughs> um, you know the thing where your parents is like, I hope you have a kid just like you when you grow up. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what happens. See, you put it out there. See? <laughs> but I do expect respect. And I know that they need to have a filter sometimes. Although I do always encourage them to be themselves. I do. Anyway, I used to get frustrated and say things like, you're being so disrespectful. Why do you continue to act like this or whatever, right? And guess what? They continued the behavior. Until during meditation one day, I started to realize what I was unconsciously doing. The law of assumption, right? I was assuming that they were trying to be disrespectful. So they were. I started turning my words around. I started to state to the universe each morning, I assume my children are trying their best and I know they are still learning. I assume they also want a calm, calm and comfortable environment to live in. And they are working on it all the time. And I started to see changes. 
you know, small, but still changes. And listen, it's also important to realize that this life, this ascension process, is not fucking Amazon Prime, you guys. <laughs> it's not, I mean, shit, it's not next day delivery. It's not, it's noticing and appreciating the small steps each day that leads to that grand finale, the, the package delivery. <laughs> and it's always worth the wait because once you keep at it, once you push through, once you master, in my opinion, the hardest thing in the world, which is having patience, <laughs> once you accept that part and see what happens, then you no longer doubt the process. And that is the magic of the universe, of God, source, working with you to create your own reality. Where many lose faith is the patience part. I honestly have to push through it all the time. And when I get frustrated, I don't give up. I ask. I ask source or my guides for a sign or some downloaded information, right? That will instill in me that I'm still on my right path. That's how I personally keep my faith going. And I know that even though not all comes to me at once, what all that I've manifested with my pure heart and good intentions, I know it's already mine. Abraham Hicks said something once, and I go back to it often, and it was, um, you don't want to eat all the food in your life in one day. You think you do, but you don't. You want the ability to have food to eat every day for the rest of your life. You want to spread that shit out, right? That's how I keep myself on track with patience. <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun to see how the universe is bringing it all to me. I've learned that a big part of manifesting is enjoying the journey. Having fun with the whole process of it. Being surprised how it comes to you. Enjoying that freedom of watching it trickle in, you know? And if you're not enjoying it, then you're missing the whole point. Life is the journey. It's not the outcome. So keep focus on the present and not the tomorrow or the five-year plan. Hmm? You gotta, you got to take life lightly. That's why it's in the word of this process that we call enlightenment. After all, angels are able to fly because they take themselves lightly. Hmm? So... Be an earth angel. Spread your metaphorical wings and find the joy in your own journey every day. Oh, and if you're like a crystal person, a great stone to keep you in the present is turquoise. Hold it, wear it as jewelry, I'm telling you. Why do you think Native Americans wore it so much? And, you know, so I know we can learn a lot from ancient cultures if we try. Open minds. I say it all the time. Learn from those who live, right? Learn from those who live it. Not from the textbook or the Google. 
you're retaining gaining truer knowledge that way okay so remember it's okay to remove yourself from any energies that don't serve you you don't need to explain you don't need to sympathize or offer advice fix just hold your energy and walk to the next place that vibes with your soul and there is no guilt needed guilt guilt is only an energy that causes us to doubt our steps there are no wrong steps you you cannot miss your destiny or what you've created sometimes it's a longer path than we would like but the lesson learned helps you to be able to handle what you've asked the universe to bring to you our egos sometimes believe we can handle right away what we can't yet so don't lose faith in what spirit has on your path feel satisfied every day remember that and keep going just keep going if if the struggle keeps happening right try sitting alone and turn on a fan concentrate with your eyes closed concentrate on the hum of the fan and go within shut down the mind chatter okay and ask your higher self or your guides angels to show you the way to learn the lesson so you can progress to the next step in your soul growth and they will they they're here to guide you to help you but you have to ask because they can't interfere with your free will mm? and listen and watch and feel especially over the next few days again it's not amazon prime <laughs> and get specific you know if you feel the need to you could say things like hey show me two red birds when i'm on the right track with you know this job choice or whatever and pay attention that's the biggest thing your ego will try to distract you so you make you make sure to override that shit okay and be mindful of what the universe is showing you i mean the two red birds could be a pin on the shirt of the cashier who checks you out at the register or on a billboard always be open to signs from the universe and expect them to come in unexpected ways that's the fun of the journey the adventure of living is the unexpected assume it's yours and it always will be just got to remember it may take some more steps to get there so learn the lessons along the way and enjoy the journey that's the whole friggin point <laughs> uh. So, happy vibes my friends. I can't wait to see you all living your wildest dreams. Don't hold back. I'm done for now. I'll talk to you all later. Bye.